0: glad that i hadn't had that now we are officially on the recording but don't let that stop us from having a natural sort of conversation for a little bit
1: i can i couldn't hear you because i wasn't paying attention that's right because i was texting do you want me to give you one or two more minutes just going through my messages sometimes i just miss messages sometimes do you ever do that
0: as in ones that are unread.
1: No, I ignore yours, for example. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's difference. what I was some, getting at. Some just sneak through, sneak through, sneak through, some through, sometimes. Like, I see that, I see that little blue dot.
0: Yeah. And it's like, oh, this would be interesting, and then it's... But, so it is a blue dot. It's an unread message. Yeah. But that would show on your your messages thing at the bottom. Like I don't on know your what happens
1: in my head sometimes. I'm, I'm, I am I'm a brain A little bit, yeah. Shut up. What?
0: You said it. F- I'm just agreeing with you. I'm being a supportive friend. Fuck off. So you've got your dots now and you're reading your dots? No, I've got no dots. You've got read, no, your I've dot read free. all of
1: these. And some people I'm like, oh yeah, I never text text them back. Some people I'm like, wow, it's been ages. I sent someone a message and I'm still in there. We're still like around. Like I see this person semi-frequently. Yeah. And I just realized the last time we had text texted each other was like two thousand. 11. (laughs) And it came up.
0: I, the other week was, uh, I don't know, I'd seen like a post from someone overseas that, uh, well, that lives overseas that I hadn't spoken to in a while. And I thought, oh, I should um, send her a message, see how she's doing. And opened up Facebook Messenger. And the last message I'd sent was, say, um, the 29th of August, and it was the 24th of August. So I put it in my calendar and came back six days later and sent a message, not even reflecting on the fact that it was one year since we last interacted, just for my own stupid OCD.
1: That's really funny. (laughs) What's the the best prank you've ever pulled on someone?
0: I don't think that counts as a prank.
1: Mm, It's like a joke. Like a joke with some effort that you've got you know you've made well my dad's is probably the best
0: like because he obviously he's doing this like long joke where he left like 15 years ago and he i'm just like like, i'm I'm waiting for like i'm
1: sure that he's gonna this is like the weirdest weirdest motif (laughs) like uh, and untrue but on both sides i know which Maybe implies some actual <laughs> daddy issues. <laughs> it's possible. The fact that we bring it up so yeah, it's much. it's true. There's maybe. Yeah. Um, some I don't know. I'm
0: not sadness a, there, Oh, there's definitely sadness, but the you've got a um, great dad. It's true. Oh, are we talking specific dad sadness?
1: I uh, just like your dad. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, everyone likes my dad. The um, I'm not a pranky kind of person. I'm I'm a person that doesn't like being pranked and so doesn't prank other people. Really? Yeah. That can't come as a huge surprise to you,
1: but you, you pay merit uh, to jokes. I mean, you. I
0: can I, yeah. I I can get when something's funny. I think I have a better sense.
1: I feel like if I put a prank on you, you would find it funny, even if it you know destroyed your mm-hmm. life. <laughs> That's a high bar. I think if it destroyed my life,
0: my life, I would probably not laugh. But it's a graph, man. like <laughs>
1: <laughs> how much it destroys your laugh versus how funny it is. It's just a straight line through it, <laughs> man. I didn't realize it was it was that. Um, okay, well, what's the best your what's the best prank you've ever pulled? Um, I once uh, convinced my sister that she would slept in for twenty four hours. <laughs> I went and changed all the clocks and stuff, and I got my mum and brother. What, what in did it. the what? Oh,
0: you mean the clock said a day, like a yeah, date kind of on it? She
1: did sleep in. She slept in while it was really late, and we were all really bored. I think it was in school holidays. We were all really bored. We like Laura's still sleeping. It's like three. That's weird. So we just convinced her, and she. The the funny thing was, also kind of the sad thing was that um, she had plans. So she she was meeting up with one of her friends. You know, back then when you're like 13, 14... And that's the you, most important you know, deal. you got yeah. Saturday plans. Yeah. She actually missed those plans because she thought she'd already missed them. <laughs> but the that's great a good thing, quality prank. The great thing about Laura was that she she was like, oh, fine. Like, she she thought it was really funny because we thought it was hilarious.
0: I think, I've, I think I have a decent sense of humor about myself. So, you're right. I think I probably would find... Depending on what the prank depends is. Depends what it is. Yeah, there are It always that, depends on what the is.
1: There are some things that I know kind of could... Up, if I wanted to upset you, I probably could. <laughs> this, I have this that Is a power. blackmail session? I assumption? don't know. If you wanted to upset me, do you think you could? I've got pictures, so I think you'd know that I no, could. No, but if you think... You, do you think you could do it with words with me? It's an interesting question. Do you think you sure. could upset me with words? If I, if I had to sit here and listen to you talk for five minutes... Could you upset me? I any think and everyone
0: could. Any any f- close friendship could could do that. Otherwise, it's not really a close friendship because you haven't seen each other at weak points.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So look, if if it was then.
0: a shallow relationship, then you wouldn't have any ammo, or I wouldn't take your point of view seriously, so it wouldn't hurt. So the only people that can hurt you are friends. Ooh. yeah. True. That's a nice place to start. Welcome to Deep Forward, everybody. Oh
1: boy.
0: This is a. i oh, no. I'm very self-conscious now. I'm going to have it's... to...
1: you are going to say? We're so late. Oh no.
0: No, I wasn't. I was going to try and avoid saying thinky-talky. So I was making a special effort to think of a different descriptor of our podcast. Which you haven't ever helped contribute with ideas to, it's by the way. not my zone. It's not your zone. But, but your, you your zone is your the zone. criticism of the description.
1: My zone is rocking up. Being hilarious, then going home. Eating a Monte Carlo. Eating Mon- Oh, we didn't bring in Well, party. we can't
0: eat biscuits on the podcast anyway, but we'll have some afterwards. We'll have a Monte Carlo party.
1: Not really into him. Do you split him? No, I eat a whole Monte Carlo. I mix it
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is a podcast where we talk about topics with laughs in them. And my name is Nick.
1: You're going to do the thing where you introduce me and I'm act all nonchalant?
0: Well, for a while you didn't like that, but I'm happy to do it again. This is... Remember how it worked really well It did last work week? last week.
1: I was like, cool guy. Yeah, alright. I'm right. going to try it for this episode. Okay. Cool guy persona. Rather than like giggly, dweeby persona.
0: Okay. <laughs> that sounded like a weird slight at me, but I'm going to let it pass. No, that was uh, a so slight at myself. This is, uh, this is Nick here speaking and then sitting opposite me. You
1: don't me... deny your dweebiness. Oh,
0: thank you. This is Nick speaking, and opposite me is Michael. It is. He's the cool one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this week we're talking about. Oh, I should have grabbed the question up. The question it's Tuesday, was. It's Tuesday.
1: Never done one on a Tuesday. Never done one on a Tuesday. Also, we weren't going to bring it up. This is the biannual episode, if I'm not wrong. Uh, true. Well, it's the 26th. Episode. you come up with something about like a leap year or some shit No, no, it's 26 weeks Uh, I just, I don't know I came into this episode having done the maths already (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
0: what the date that we put up the first episode was But you're right, it's the 26th episode Doesn't matter, mate Okay, moving past the fact that I could talk about that for a little bit (laughs) Um, this week, the question was sent in by Ben Zubrecki, a Ben who you may recognize Ooh. from being on the podcast. Oh, it's the same one. The same one. Same Ben Zubrecki. What a coincidence. And he, he sent in a question, which was basically a hypothetical. If there was a magical book that you were reading and it was describing your life and you read all the way from the start of the book and described every event that ever happened in your life, and then you got up to the page where you were there sitting there reading the book... Would you turn the page and read what happened next, knowing that as soon as it did, it became irreversible?
1: Great question, Ben. Thanks for the question. It is a good question. Thanks for the email. Whoa, a
0: Facebook message. That's a good idea. We never mentioned that before, but you can oh, that's me- way easier. You can Facebook message us. I mean who
1: emails these days?
0: Um all the cool people, deep4.gmail.com, oh, yeah. all the lazy people, Facebook page, just send a message. I'll send us a message. That's For that's, sure. That's going to be... You've got, you've got all those fake Facebook accounts, though, so mm-hmm. you don't even have to be...
1: Sipowitz Jemmingson. Sipowitz Jemmingson. That's you? I've been having a... That's another prank that I pulled, and it backfired. Oh. Should I talk about that? Please. I will... You I made worked. a fake persona. I did. And it got a little out of hand. Is that the actual name of the fake persona? Sipowitz Jemmingson. So you I, said
0: it very, very quickly and very... With, this, with was, ease, this was ease because you've clearly said that name before this was
1: almost an issue oh Um Wiix jam what in. I did was I have no idea why I did this mm-hmm. because I only told anyone like a week after I did it <laughs> which made it I realize not really a, a joke <laughs> <funny>. in <it's> something <laughs> that I'm actually doing <laughs> something kind of perverted that's already happened. Um, I did tell Ben, I think Ben and Laura both know about this. And I just, I typed in, it was a joke. And I typed in, literally typed in like ugly faces into Google. <laughs> clicked like the first one. And it was like this creepy, like old man, like <laughs> pedophile looking guy. <laughs> just that? And I just added all these people that were just, just kind of, I knew like peripheral kind of friendship groups. <laughs> and I started, uh, after about a week, I, like I left it and... Some people had commented on this, like, "Hey, dude, like, who are you?" Then it started get. Then started getting private messages from people saying, "I don't know what the fuck your deal is." Oh no, I was typing some shit on like people. No, yeah, I was again, <laughs> okay, there's them. more to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but nothing like creepy. It was like uh, it's hey, already hey, sounding creepy. Hey, long long time no see. It was like just the kind of like. Dipping the toe in the water a little bit. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I You, did you start... can't... I know you.
0: You couldn't possibly have left it there. You would have made it creepy at some point.
1: I replied to the messages, um, uh, kind of backing down, and then I deleted my account when because I think I told Ben and then Laura came home and she was like this is creepy and like she showed me the photo and then I sh- like showed her my Facebook login and she was like what the fuck so you'd messaged yeah so like, they so
0: they'd replied
1: yeah really angry messages
0: but you'd only sent harmless things
1: i think it was the whole kind of
0: weird name slash I, picture
1: i got into it for a bit <laughs> what was the, what's the What's I can't the really fun? remember what I did. Maybe because I suppressed it. Hmm. I don't think I did anything, like, didn't say anything, like, creep, really that creepy. It was just, like, inherently creepy. <laughs> it wasn't your actions that were creepy. It was your actions that were
0: creepy. It was the fact that you'd done it that was, it was creepy. the idea of the guy. Not it was the, the words. the thought
1: that was creepy. Nothing I did. <laughs> if the cops came, they would have been, like... This guy checks out. <laughs> Super Weeks <laughs> Jam, <extra mixing. laughs> I got nothing to hide. Sounds like a normal,
0: upstanding citizen. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. Yes. Um, question. Question. Would you. So the, the interesting thing here is not so much would you want to know your own future, which is one side of it, but I think the interesting thing is the dilemma of then immediately having, you know, that mm. locked in. Like the moment that you choose to read it that's what happens it's the dilemma of do you want to know but you have the free will you you know in 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 other situations like oh what's my future ask the genie or whatever you know but then you still have the the choice about how you behave and and, you know the whole paradox thing is whether you end up doing the things that get Um. you in the situation or whether you can avert the future in this thing... In this, you've in you in
1: everything you're about to
0: do. You lock it in. Every page turn, it gets locked in.
1: Ah, yeah, it does. That's, it's it's it a
0: slight different change to it.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm inclined... Well, I think I would so badly want to read that book. Yeah. Even just for the, the history of everything that went before? You know what I would like to do? Uh-huh. Is... Instead of turning to the next page, I would like to. I know this is not the question, but this is my first thought about this. um, I would like to skip to like a few chapters, read one page, and then. That's interesting.
0: Well, that's that's, actually. That's the the original thing, really, of. That's the far distant future that gets locked in, and then.
1: But it's within my lifetime, obviously. Yeah,
0: but I mean, the distant future, you know, a future event. ...that everything builds towards then... ...and whether or not if you have those intervening chapters... ...you know, still blank to you... ...whether you have any say over ending <clears> up there or not. Well, you don't.
1: You do end up there, I guess. Uh,
0: so so why why would
1: you want to know that... ...why would you want to lock in
0: the that far ahead? Because, see, if you turn one page and it's shit... ...but that's all you've turned the rest of your future is still indeterminate. So you can, even if you, you know, have a terrible thing happen on the next page, you still then have the ability to make the choices and the, and and veer away from that in whichever way you want, you know.
1: But the books are already written. This is assuming fate. This is assuming destiny. Because the think? fact that there is a book, if, well, if we're going to read into it as much as... So you think that the, that is the, the true that's entirety. That's what you were saying, though. Like, if you're saying that... Would you like to know? Well, no, because that in the book, these are things that are locked in. You've already yeah, but that negates that
0: if it's already locked in, then it doesn't matter because you could just read the entirety of it.
1: But it's a different question. The idea
0: that it gets locked in, I I don't think we're talking a literal. I mean, I, I this is obviously in this hypothetical. This is a mystical book, right, which can be constantly changing within its pages until you read it. That's the way I interpret it, and the, the only reason until that it has you read it. yeah, the only reason that something gets locked in the the whole idea of that page being locked in is because it wasn't locked in until that point. Okay. So if if you then if you skip forward a few chapters and you don't know anything in the middle, um, and you pick a page at the end there, that page is going to be locked in. But the idea would be that all that stuff in the middle will inevitably get you there, but you still have whatever free will you want to, um, whichever pathway you take to get there will eventually get there.
1: Alright.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like that, that seems to me more of a risk than, okay, I'm going to read one page and let's see what happens. Oh, that was kind of crappy. It's not too bad. I'm not going to read any more. And then I still have the complete free will to do whatever I choose and get as far away from that as possible.
1: Well, I'm very, I'm very curious to know, and think about a lot what kind of person I'm going to grow up to be. Uh-huh. So that does genuinely for me hold a lot of value. Yeah, for me now, and I know it's probably like squandering a choice. Even if it, yeah, I don't know. Would
0: maybe. you find it comforting? I mean, no there is a possibility that it could be comforting. If you if you turn to that chapter and it's like Michael's dream, you know, you read it and you're like, oh my gosh, 45, I'm going to have this. This is amazing. Like that could be a huge comfort. Hmm. What Something I mean? about that you don't think is likely.
1: Oh, uh, well, I don't really want to. Let's not talk about that. But I don't know. Are, are you... Would you like to see, if you if you had the choice, would you like to see a flash, like if you got to see an episode or maybe a day, spend a day as yourself, as a 45-year-old man? That's a little bit of the, uh,
0: like a Christmas carol thing. Ghost of future, present, uh, what's the other That
1: story one? resonates with me. Especially the Matthew McConaughey version. <laughs> Is there a Matthew McConaughey one? Yeah, that um, you did the the new one, the ghost have... of girlfriends past. <laughs> Is that actually based on the Christmas Carol? Yeah. Did you not see the movie? Why
0: would I have seen ghosts of girlfriends past? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's more on you. It's... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I can I can see the, I can see the correlating more. <laughs> that's more impressive. As a Hollywood pitch that someone actually made that movie. Wasn't a rom-com it wasn't version. It wasn't horrible?
1: Every now and then I, like, I'd, you know, I find as much comfort as anyone in a crappy romantic comedy movie. Okay. Um,
0: <coughs> yeah, so, the do I want to see where the path I'm on ends up?
1: Yeah, just to get a glimpse.
0: If it, if it offers the opportunity to diverge, then yes, if I would, I would be able to benefit from that glimpse. If you could do the, um, <laughs> it's not the Grinch. Um, what's the what's the Ebene- character? Ebenezer Scrooge. Scrooge. Thank you. Um, if you could do that and have the opportunity to then shift, you know, the direction you're going to learn from that. And not, through the paradox, end up that No, you at don't get future. to learn
1: anything. You don't get to learn anything? No, not in my one. We'll go to Ben's one in a sec. Yeah. But you don't get to learn anything from it.
0: Why? Why would? What is the benefit of spending a day in your future self's shoes? Because how, that's how, how can you're you, going to end up. How can you not learn something from that?
1: You will, but it will lead you to the same point. So that is Ben's thing, where it's, it's determinant. I thought we weren't going to do that. What do you mean? Oh, well, we've confused ourselves. <laughs> I thought
0: that that was the point that you had made. Well, that was the point that I had made, which was that if you jump to the future, if you jump to chapter ten and skip a whole bunch of pages, then anything you do in the lead up to that is um, predestined.
1: Would you like to see it or not? Okay, <laughs> it we haven't got all day here. We got all night. Got other
0: people's lives. Are you too? doing another podcast behind my back? Would you like to or not?
1: it depends if i can change oh, fuck. it if yeah. i can you if i what? can change it it's been decided for you now you don't get the choice if i can change you want it to live then in your yes
0: life. if i can't change it i don't want to see it
1: don't know i don't know how it works i'm just the guy who comes and
0: <laughs> Wait, sets it up
1: you're the ghost <laughs> yeah i'm the ghost but the ghost <laughs> is only the technician he's just like i don't don't blame me for what you see uh, I just a, facilitate this. This is a Comcast
0: problem. I, I We can call head office, but um, uh, I don't Look, know. I if just, you're not I, happy
1: with your future reading, you can call this number.
0: I was just using this machine on <laughs> a different person yesterday. It was all fine, so I don't know if you've done something with the system. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's probably not on our end, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so great.
0: <laughs> so would you? Um... mm Mhm. You would. Mhm. Even when it's locked in.
1: Mhm.
0: I shouldn't, but I'm going to. What do you think that is? Fear. Fear makes you want to see.
1: Mhm. Fear of the unknown like anything.
0: Can you yeah. imagine Okay, imagine it's a positive thing. Imagine that you you look at that thing and yeah, it's like I'm not like,
1: thinking very positively about my future, am I?
0: it's coming off a little bit that way but imagine if it was like so it's, you're 45 and for some reason you log on to your internet bank account and you see that you've got millions of dollars and you're like a happy musician or whatever imagine how recklessly and and um elated you'd be for those intervening 25 years yeah. like what a crazy amazing life you could leave you could take every opportunity and you could know that that's the end point you're heading to
1: fuck that would be amazing
0: that would be oh, what then, a life to leave but, we, uh, but a, then think you about could,
1: you couldn't you couldn't turn out to be a grounded person but after that.
0: but think about how the psychology would Maybe build. You'd just be so happy that everyone
1: loved you and you just want to give love back yeah holy but, shit
0: but think about how the psychology would build as you got closer and closer to that point when you don't know the future anymore yeah As like two years five years out three years like six months out and you're starting to think i don't like, this is the thing that I'm coming up to. Yeah. And I can see all the pieces coming together. But now I have no inclination of... That's good. ...of what the future holds. Yeah. God, I would reckon that that person would, like, almost definitely kill themselves.
1: Because uh, you're, um... You become reliant on because your own comfort. The safety yeah. of,
0: of knowing that that future was always awaiting you. Yeah. And it was a great future then eats away at you, and in the uncertainty, which you've never had to deal with for 25 years, the uncertainty of of your own actions having any influence on the way that things work out.
1: No, I don't think they would They would kill themselves. I wouldn't kill myself.
0: You'd hope not, because by that point, you're in the happy place that you've always headed towards.
1: You might be really, like, bored. You think? If you know everything. You, but if you know it, how it's going to end, you might could be kind of excited to not know how it's going to end. That's true.
0: Have a little bit of unreliability. Wouldn't that be the ultimate irony though, if you just walk outside the door like the next day and get hit by like a car? <laughs> one day yeah. after the future thing that you
1: saw. Yeah. Maybe they don't have cars then.
0: That's true. Maybe it's hover hover taxis. Hover birds. <laughs> what kind of birds are you experiencing in your day to day life? Ostriches. That are not hovering. Ostr- <laughs> a good answer. I was not seeing that coming. Um, yeah, I think the opportunity to actually have, I mean, that's the Russian roulette side of it. You know, if you're going to spin that wheel and, uh, and look at a a date in the future, the benefit of course, is if you were able to lock in an amazing outcome, but man, I don't think I could take the risk if it was something just horrible. Yeah.
1: That's just... But see,
0: then, then, then there's a horrible thing. Okay, so here's the paradox, right? So you read, you flip to the this chapter in your book. You're a paraplegic in a hospital, and you're communicating with blinks to your like family and everyone's. It's just like the worst, most horrible <clears throat> outcome. That gets locked in. You can't kill yourself. You can't kill yourself to avoid that future. So you spend the next twenty years knowing that that's where you're going to head up. You can't even get out to it anyway because we locked it in. you can't do yourself. Because you've locked it in.
1: Because you've seen that that is the future that is guaranteed for you. Oh. That's really depressing to yeah. think about. That's like the most depressing thing ever. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you know that they crucified some kid in Syria like last week? No. Left him hanging there for like three days? No. Actually crucified someone. That's fucked up. In like recently. 2014, yeah. And you can go to Syria if you want. Like not now, probably, but yeah, well, there's a can, place you can go there. Yeah, and oh Jesus, Oof. it's fucked up at the moment.
0: Did you see the um, the last week tonight? Not like the John Oliver story?
1: Literally just finished watching it when you came in. Ah, huh. well that's good. Cool.
0: The um, actually no, I'm getting confused. I was thinking of the it was a Daily Show one where they were talking about how the U. S. Had basically armed. Um, the entirety of the Middle East with individual deals and just all of the military-industrial complex had pumped weapons into Egypt and Qatar and um, Iraq, just that entire region. And so despite doing it to, uh, you know, instigate peace with everyone, literally the entire region was more and more armed than it had ever been because of the um, involvement there's just no way that that can end with peace, when everyone's
1: just getting more. Um, Whatever. Uh, <sighs> back to our lives, yeah. where it's not just as, as happy. Freaky. <laughs> just as happy, yes. I was going to say something, uh, and then you started yapping on.
0: Sorry, I'll I'll give you some silence. Yeah.
1: Uh, are you going to insert here a tumbleweed or something? <laughs> Your editing skills
0: are well, profound, now, Nick. No, I'm definitely not, because it would be it'll be too cliche
1: now. Uh, I, I can't remember what I was going to say, but it was going to be pretty good from okay. what
0: I remember of it. Was I going to like laugh at it, or was it going to be like moved by it?
1: Oh, no, I remember what I was going to say. Fantastic. That actually triggered me, because you weren't going to laugh at it. <laughs> um, the biggest thing we were talking about kind of knowing that possibly that you have a tragedy in your life. Now, the thing for me, if I'm honest, would be the thing that I'm most afraid of uh-huh. is sadness. Really? Yeah. Seeing the future sadness? Well, I don't really know what I mean when I say that, but, like, experiencing a tragedy, like, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I'm not very well equipped. I've had some things that have been tragic, but I was Mm. You know, I think you need to experience some of that when you're a, you're a kid now, like... Well, unless you go through your life without tragedy happening, but you probably will. Is it better to, like, have the tragedy when you're young and you can kind of... Because the tragic thing that happened to me um, wasn't really... You know, it was Dan's brother, Patrick. Right. Um... And you know that that was the most tragic thing that's happened in the family because he was seven. Um, and that was sad, but I was I think I was a year younger than him, so I was six, so I could clearly sort of deal with it, yeah, so I don't remember like really grieving, hmm. but um the thing now that I'm like afraid of is being sad, like, that's really scary. The idea of non-specific sadness. Mm-hmm. hmm I, I mean, don't know if it's kind of whether or not I'll be able to deal with it or not. That's what I'm afraid of, or... Wondering whether you're capable of dealing with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think I am. What? Surely,
0: I would have thought that you were one of the most capable people Why? that I know. Because you're not... You don't pretend a lot of a lot of people um, don't choose to embrace the low sides of life and I don't mean that in a walling sort of way I just mean that there's an implicit acceptance well' a, it's it's reality that not all of your life is going to be great and you're going to have good times you're going to have bad times and I think that you have due to your intelligence and perspective on life a appreciation of the fact that um, feeling down or whatever can be uh, beautiful in its own way and useful in its own way and that inevitably you will bounce back to happier times again
1: but what the hell do i know maybe i just think maybe i just
0: but I'm saying as an outsider that I perceive that of you. That I, because you, I think that you are aware of that and, and uh, and, and again, it, there's a difference between being like masochistic and just being, um, having a sort of base level understanding that shit stuff happens and then everything just rolls along and, and life goes on, you know. And I would have thought from my experiences, um, that you would be someone who, if there was shitty things happen, would feel shitty for a while and then not?
1: Well, I would hope so. Yeah, well, hopefully.
0: Hmm. I mean, to go back to that earlier question, is it better to have a an early tragedy so that you have a sense of it, how to deal with it later? Well... Mm-hmm. The, you know, you're right. If, if you're, if the alternative was to live a life without tragedy, obviously that's better. You don't really want wish that on anyone, but at the same time, there is, there is the other, the flip side of, you know, and inuring yourself to a pain from a young age, which is that you lose that innocence, you know, yeah. and, and, and doing that, you know, surely it is better from my mind, for a tragedy to hit you when you're mid-twenties or older. But when surely, you at least are a person that you understand and have a bit of life experience and a bit of context and frame of reference for it rather than as someone A who, devastating kind yeah.
1: of thing that's debilitating and affects you it, negatively as a yeah.
0: person. As yeah. a kid, you know, if you're, an, if you're a nine-year-old and that sort of thing happens, you know, you're still developing, you're still... I think by the time that we hit this age, we are mostly, we're mostly formed and people have the ability to change themselves and to adjust, but our personalities and our perspectives are fairly shock resistant and they might accentuate, you know, a tragedy might accentuate a little bit the direction that that spills out in, but otherwise it's pretty, you know, it's pretty um, resistant to that sort of change. Whereas, you know, with a kid, you know, let's say that their mom dies when they're nine. Not only are you losing a father figure, <coughs> uh, sorry, a mother, like a parental figure. Um, not only is the entirety of your family also going to be in shock. So you lose that kind of support system. But you're not even grown up enough yet to really understand, A, what the cause of it was probably. B, how to grieve with it, you know.
1: How to deal with, how, how to, to talk to women
0: how to, well exactly i mean the actual loss of that person in a young person's life is going to be much more you know formative an experience than a later tragedy yeah so even even if the benefit is that that person becomes better at dealing with tragedies in the future i think that is only a symptom of the scarring of the first tragedy
1: yes perhaps they've been cocooning hmm. so so it's not too. Uh, yeah, it y- y- they yeah. literally harden.
0: Yeah, so I, I, if the answer is if the ideal is no one has tragedies in their lives, then I think, it follows that you want to postpone those tragedies as long as possible too. Mm. Mm. Well, that's about thirty-four minutes. That's not bad, really. To wrap it. Well, we can do a little bit of a waffle at the end. Do a bit of waffle. Try and lift the spirits.
1: You brought waffles?
0: I brought waffles. That's a good effort. See, now we're talking about food instead of things, and it's just like a gentle <laughs> of upslope. And to, into enjoyment again. And enough about sadness. Here are waffles. <laughs> exactly. The, um... Our weekly waffle segment. You said just to just to put a caper on where we were at the start. Of that book, would you? Would you jump to that end page? Would you read the next page, or would you leave it?
1: Hmm. I shouldn't, but I think I'm going to. To the furthest page. Yep. Man.
0: I think I hope that I had, would have the self control not to look. Yeah. I have and no, even if I have no self control with everything, so. Even if all um, free will is illusionary, and that's a discussion we can have later, I would like to do so in the darkness of not knowing um, where it was all headed. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, you could argue that marriage is kind of like this. (laughs) (laughs) that when you see when you marry you when you you can see you can see, your future. see the future <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh boy that's that's revealing sentiment um that's that's nah, that's not true that's not true I don't know probably it's true <laughs> the uh I mean you never know Michael maybe that your spouse dies oh <laughs> uh. That's a terrible... That's a terrible note on. Yes, it is. Um, for many reasons. For several many reasons.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, boy. That's a good one. Um, alrighty. Well, that was... That I was felt like a good. grown up this episode. You did? I felt like I acted more grown
0: up. You're rocking back and forth, sucking your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wearing Tricky a diagram. bib eating Monte Carlo's all episode. I think my
1: beard's gotten really long and thick... I don't know. It just it feels like the last week, my beard's really grown. Like it's kicked in. Well, yeah. it, it is. It's. Keep- I feel like now it's like it's, it's actually coming off my lips. Like I tried to take a sip from a, a juice bottle today, not like a baby's juice <laughs> bottle. <laughs> uh, my mummy poured like me an a big, OJ, yeah. a big boy's bottle of juice, <laughs> and uh, and it like the angle that I'm so used to putting the the container to my lips at. Don't stopped. do that gesture. <laughs> but it stopped oh shit there's no way I can't do this actually so you're just like just putting like this big sippy cup in your mouth yeah and it stopped like earlier uh, on my on my beard and I had to like tuck it under the beard oh fuck you must be having a field day Saving all this for later (laughs) (laughs) so you're drinking from a sippy cup essentially what I'm saying is my beard is now getting into my eating habits like you can, it's getting. It's obstructing me. You can trim in some way. Trim that bit, you know, over the lip. I, I find don't that really bit, want to. That's
0: the most annoying bit of my moustache. Like would, I am constantly. What would
1: you know, mate? Get that fucking oh, thing. That's not a beard.
0: I'm constantly like that's, getting irritated with just that little bit of overhang over the lip. It just annoys me more than just about anything. I don't know how you deal with it. Well, yeah, you don't. I deal
1: with it Well, just,
0: it is spring after all, so I suppose it's the the new the new bloom is coming in for the.
1: I wrote, I wrote a poem. Okay. Well, I didn't write it. My dad told me it. Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid. This okay. Is, this is the last bit. Okay, so we're going to okay. say goodbye. Oh, Gmail. We're going to end on the poem, are we? Yeah. Okay,
0: no worries. Uh, d4.gmail.com. Send us questions. Uh, Facebook.com slash deep4. Twitter.com slash deep4. Go to iTunes and rate us. And, uh...
1: Yeah, same Okay, so we're in spring now, aren't we? We're in spring. This is your final so poem. Th- this is a poem that my dad used to say to Do me. Do you remember who okay. was. Um... No, I don't know. I think it was one of the Three Stooges. I know I think it was the Three Stooges. Okay. All right? Yes. Spring has sprung, the grass is riz. I wonder where them is. That's it? That was the thing. Why did your dad say it all the time? I don't know. I think, he, I think it was the Stooges. Okay. okay. The point is, is... Alrighty, well... Good night. Good night.